Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. <laughs> oh, it never gets old. <laughs> and if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails that been sent directly and anonymously sent to me, we explore fantasies of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I'm reading from. I could be reading from one of your other podcasters that you're listening to. I could be reading from your own partner. <laughs> That's a thought. I could even be reading from your Sunday school teacher. <laughs> you just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies you'd like to share, or you just want to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website, DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y 162. Also, you now can send them physically to me or anything else, to P.O. Box 104-674, Jefferson City, Missouri, 65110. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcast. On a side note, I have some really, really exciting news, but I can't tell you yet. I don't have all the details, and that's why, I mean, I could tell you, but I don't have all the details, and I just want to be transparent with all my details. So that being said, in the next few weeks, I will have something very exciting to tell you that landed in my inbox last Monday. I cannot wait to tell you. So stay tuned for that. Need a little more Nikki? $5 will get you early access to Wednesday episodes and access to my Friday shows, which are a little more laid back and will not have sponsors. Not that I have any yet. Head over to Patreon, sign up in bed with Nikki, and you'll get more of me every fucking week. So while getting coffee, two women were in front of me, and they were talking about a meeting. They go to a mindless meeting, and it reminded me of a time when I worked, as I say, in a traditional job. And I was a lot younger, of course. And the HR has those pep rally bullshit meetings, you know, and ours was about, do you know the difference between gossip and rumors? You know, that girl. So I raised my hand. <laughs> I said, well, gossip typically involves details that, you know, can't be confirmed as true. But now rumors, on the other hand, that's one of the best albums of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I got written up that day for being a smart ass. And yes, that's the job I got fired from for sounding like sex. <laughs> so if you ever have a meeting like that, you, you can use that. But but make sure you plug my podcast while you do it. And, you know, at least give me that much credit. <laughs> okay, question for you. How many days do you think you can abstain without sex and masturbating, just by edging? Or should we even go even a harder question? No touching at all. 
How many days do you think you can do it? No touching for me. Uh, three days, I think. Um, edging. Well, let me change that answer, actually. Wow, I don't know. I, I you know, I saw, and this question came about because I saw somebody on Twitter said they were going to do the six-day edging challenge. And I said, Psst, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know if I could go six days. Six days of edging. And that means you actually are actively touching yourself and bringing yourself to, uh, well, I don't know how close people edge. Me, I... I do it to where I'm like, oh, that feels really good. But how far do you edge? And are, if you're not edging, you're really, really missing out on the height and of your body. Um, and I asked this question to somebody once. Actually, it was just a couple of days ago. When you're in the mood beside your dick or your pussy, ladies and gentlemen, how can you tell that you need it? How can you tell you need a release? Have you paid attention to your body? I mean, you've heard me, mine's in my, my molars. It's like they're pressurized. Thank you for all the questions. How are your molars? They, they're, they're not, they're pressured today, by the way. So, (laughs) but I also tell it's like in my neck and shoulders. So sometimes when somebody has an anxiety attack and they're trying to center themselves or ground themselves, as we call it, I always ask, have you had an orgasm? I mean, think about it. I mean, think about how relaxed after you are, after you come, a good come. It's like, what anxiety? Did I nearly need a glass of wine? I mean, a glass of wine's good, but you know, think about it. So how many days could you keep yourself at that heightened pleasure? Because by the time you say that's it, you're right there. And I know when I get right there, because I've tried and it's been a while, but I can feel the pulse in my, I was about to say nipples, but that's not the case. My molars. <laughs> Could you imagine your your nipples pulsating? Boom, 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 boom. You know, yeah, no. Mine is my molars, not my nipples. <laughs> so next time, and I would like to hear it from you. I mean, let me know how how long have you edged, how far you can go, and when do you say, fuck it, I've got to have a release. You know, I'm guessing, ladies and gentlemen, um... I would like to see if men or women can long, edge longer. I'm in. Would you be willing to take a six day challenge with me? I guess we would need proof. And I don't know if I want proof. I mean, how would you give proof anyway? Right? Hmm. Something to think about. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Have a glass of Woodford. With a Vildy Cherry, of course. And let's enjoy some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I'd like to date Lady Pym, Mr. R. Well, Mr. R, I know there was more details to your confession. Um, However, those are things I won't talk about, um, though I chuckled at them. I've never had um, anybody confess something like that. <laughs> it was, <laughs> made me laugh. Thank you for um, giving me that laugh um, that day. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> but if you had a date with Lady Pym, what would you want it to be? You left those details out. 
That's what I'm interested in. And I'm sure she would be too. Dear Nikki, first let me tell you how much I envy the man who gets to be with you, gets to touch and taste your body and feel themselves inside you. They get to enjoy your screams and moans. I couldn't ever imagine telling you no, regardless of what you might ask me. That being said, here's my fantasy. When my wife gets tipsy, she becomes very sexual with girls. She once video chatted me while she was on a girl's night, and I got to enjoy watching her kiss other women. Ever since, I cannot stop imagining what it would be like to watch her with another woman, seeing them take turns tasting each other, watching them as they explored each other, enjoying the sounds of them having an orgasm together. I'm not sure me joining would honestly be more fun. The idea of my wife uninhibited and wild with another woman is enough for me. Simon. <laughs> Thank you very much, Simon. To let you know, I once had, and it's still one of my most favorite compliments that I've ever gotten. I was once told I was absolutely intoxicating, kinky, intelligent, fun, and easy to talk to, and so very loud when I climax. And I will admit, I'm very loud when I climax. Your fantasy with your wife is something him and I would talk about occasionally. And I told him I wasn't into women. He was the first gentleman to explain it to me in the way you're explaining it, watching two women make out. And when I went back and watched a porno of two women sensually performing for a man, I got a new appreciation for it, seeing it from a man's point of view. So I get it. And I do think it would, it would definitely alter the atmosphere if you got involved. Um, whereas they may be performing for you. That is, a, I think, the ultimate compliment. I mean, they're arousing you and playing with you, but not touching you. So ladies, let's put it on the spot here. If our partner came to us and said, I'd like to watch you make out sensually, erotically with a woman, perform for me, show me. I don't want to fuck her. You're everything I need, but I want to watch. What would you say? He doesn't want to join in, so his dick's not going in or not going near her. Or would you eventually let him join in? I think letting him join in would alter the dy you know, dynamic. But we're not talking about letting him join in. We're talking about him watching. And gentlemen, this is not a good way to try to lead into that. Now, if it naturally leads into it or she brings it up, absolutely. So ladies, could you? Would you? I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, I'm a 25-year-old man living in the Northeast. Around this time every year, 
I take a week off of work to spend my mornings fishing in a stream not too far from my house. I like to get there nice and early. This is probably the only thing I do for myself all year long, so I really look forward to it. My girlfriend is usually working, so I venture out, smoke a bowl, and enjoy the silence. The stream runs along the old trail that is barely ever used. The entrance to the trail is on the property of our local Red Center, so I park there and walk in about a quarter of a mile to my spot. About two weeks ago was my fishing week. Now, I have never seen anyone on this trail before when I've been fishing back there, so I figured that's a pretty safe place to smoke. Of course, this year, my week started off by conceding by someone's Monday morning run through the trail. Smells good, he says as he jogged by. I just waved and didn't say anything else, and then waved again on his way back. Tuesday was similar, except he stopped by to say hi. We chatted for a little bit, maybe ten. His name was Spencer. He was a trainer at the rec center. He would do his morning run and then head back for training classes he hosted. I've never met Spencer, but he looked to be a few years older than me. Spencer didn't seem to be much of a sportsman, so we mostly talked about weed and living in our area. He told me that he wouldn't be around tomorrow because it was his day off, but he'd be back on Thursday. I always have considered myself straight, so I was pretty confused when I found myself thinking of Spencer later that night while hanging with my girlfriend. He was tall and appeared very fit. I told myself he was just a nice guy, that's, that's why I'm thinking of him, because also... I didn't tell my girlfriend about him. It felt wrong, like the feeling I get when I harmlessly flirt with a girl. I didn't understand it at first. As I thought about it more, I thought about Spencer's short, blonde hair and his piercing, right blue eyes. He had on a matching pair of Nike shorts and a shirt and shoes of similar color with tall black socks. His personality was very strong, gripping, attentive. When I spoke to him, he seemed interested, and it made me want to speak to him more. Then I thought, this is silly. I spoke to a jogger on a trail while I was fishing. Let it go, dude. So I did, and my girlfriend and I fell asleep that night. 5 a.m. came early the next morning. I was up with the sun, suited and ready. I kissed my girlfriend goodbye and headed out to the trail. It was a slow morning for fishing, a bit chilly, and not much was happening at the stream. I was there listening to a podcast, minding my own business, when here comes a new friend, Spencer, heading down the trail. Naturally, he came over, and we slapped hands and began to have a chat. He starts telling me about his job and how he hosts fitness classes for a lot of moms in the area. He spends most of the time at the rec center instructing, coaching, and exercising. I tell him about my job, offer him some weed, and we start to smoke a bowl together. We eventually made it back to the topic of him instructing. I made a joke about the moms in the class and how they're probably falling all over him, how he probably has a chance to get with any of them if he wants. He tells me he doubts it. I asked why. He says, I don't think I'm the type they'd be very interested in and laughs. I don't get the joke. I ask him what he means. Well, I'm gay. 
I thought it was kind of obvious. Oh my God, though, was the obvious, I mean. I guess I just didn't see it. Or I guess I wasn't really looking for it. Then came an awkward silence and filled the silence only with what I knew to fill it with. I said, well, if it's any consolation, you're very good looking. I can't believe I just said that out loud. I could have said almost anything or changed the topic, but what came out was so natural that it was almost out of my control. He was good looking, really good looking. And then he said it. Well, if it's any consolation to you, I came to talk to you today for that reason. I happen to think the same about you. The next few minutes were fumbling through an awkward conversation. I honestly don't even remember the things we said to one another. The sexual tension was so non-existent a few minutes prior, was now so thick that it had to be addressed. Somewhere during our stupid conversation after our confessions to one another, I was trying to work our talk away from the awkwardness. I don't remember what I was saying, but I do remember Spencer interrupting me. I think you're fucking hot. I found myself saying something very out of character for me. So what do you want to do about that, Spencer? (laughs) He walked over to me, got very close to my face. What do you want me to do about it? He whispered to me. At this point, I wasn't even thinking in my own head. My cock was beginning to strain inside of my jeans. I knew Spencer could see that. So I took a bold step. Go ahead. Reach down and touch it. Spencer smiled. Right there, alongside the stream in the middle of the woods, Spencer reached down and unsnapped the buckle to my belt and then pulled the button on my jeans. You sure about this, bud? He whispered in my ear. Yes, I really am. I said back to him. He slipped his hand into my jeans, into my underwear, and wrapped his fingers around the base of my cock. His cold hand gave me a bit of a jolt, but it was nothing compared to the electricity I felt from his grip. His thumb was facing me as he worked my cock backwards hand, very slowly and gently. He worked me like this for two or three minutes. I just stood there breathed and enjoyed it. Shane stood next to me, breathing into my ear. I could feel his erect penis slightly pushing into my leg as he gently humped me. I couldn't help it. I reached down, pulled his shorts down lightly and helped it to spring from his shorts and underwear. His shorts were around his mid thigh at this point. At the same time, we both finessed my pants down a little also to free my cock. We stood there for a few minutes, only listening to the sound of the stream and our increased breathing as we massaged each other's cocks. His was thick and strong feeling, probably around six to seven inches. I told him he had a really nice cock. I massaged it the way I would massage my own. This was the first penis that I have played with, and I found it quite easy. Spencer was very responsive. His breathing was heavy, 
and he would lightly moan in my ear. The things he said to me were so dirty, and the things I found myself saying back were not things I would normally say. Spencer's grip loosened a bit and massaging slowed down as he enjoyed the rubbing that I was doing to his own penis. I admit, I gave him the best hand job I could. His hips were moving, his breathing was heavy. It wasn't long until Spencer came in my hand and on my leg, down the sides of my jeans. It wasn't his fault. I don't think he meant to. It was unannounced. But when he came, I know it felt fucking good. Almost immediately, he began to apologize coming on my jeans. I laughed and told him it was okay. I could clean it up. But he didn't take that for an answer. He insisted on doing a favor for me. I figured what he had in mind. He leaned me up against the tree that was nearby. He knelt down and began to take me into his mouth. Without a doubt, Spencer gave me the best blowjob I've ever had. Sorry to my girlfriend, but it was just the truth. I have never had someone pay such close attention to the way they were blowing me. The passion that he sucked me with was so intense and amazing. Within two minutes, I was ejaculating into his mouth. I let out a large groan and my knees got a little weak. I leaned back, pushed my shoulders into the tree as I thrust my hips toward his face. He was so eager to swallow and to keep sucking and massaging after I came. I let him for about a minute after I came. When I finished completely and he let go of my cock, I buttoned up and thanked him. We sat there and smoked another bowl and just talked for a while. I did see him throughout the rest of the week, and we exchanged orgasms two more times. I have not had sex with Spencer yet, but I plan to. I'm still with my girlfriend as of now, and I know that's terrible, but I've made the decision to explore this. I'm interested in tasting a cock for the first time, tasting cum. I really like the feeling of making Spencer cum. He's also attentive and appreciative. The way he handles my cock is almost too much to bear. Jacob. Wow, Jacob. <laughs> this was a complete turn on. I am over here. Explore, explore, explore. I'm so happy that you guys explored or you let yourself go there. Um, men and women give blowjobs very differently, just like we fuck very differently. I could easily peg you, but it's not going to feel the same. It's, um, and I get what you were saying about, um, my experience with a woman, my first time wasn't as good as yours. I didn't think about her or anything else. Um, it was more explorative and then yeah, I had to end it. But for you, look at you exploring. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And there's nothing wrong with it. I would love to hear if he made you come without touching, without using your hands on your cock. I bet he could. I bet he could fuck you so good that you just let go and come 
all over your stomach. Or if you can shoot it on your face, that'd be pretty awesome too, huh? So ladies and gentlemen, if you were in Jacob's shoes, would you explore? Would you let down every wall that you have and do anything? Be willing to go for it if it aroused you. And I'm not saying explore the same sex. I'm saying if there's sexual tension there and you wanted to, and let's, you know, let's take out his moral dilemma there. Could you, could you just let it go and just enjoy the moment of no pretenses, no boxes, your, your label makers full, just let go, let it go and enjoy the moment. And if you have, I really want to hear about it. Dear Nikki, my girlfriend and I have been together just over a year and enjoy a great sex life together. I'm 62 with average built. She's 5'2", 110 pounds, 43 years old. Both of us have a background in experimentation. So I was surprised when she confessed to have never experienced a MFM threesome. Needless to say, I was determined to rectify that deficiency. One night after dinner and a couple of drinks, I convinced her to allow me to tie her spread eagle down the bed. She was nude except for a white cotton t-shirt in her panties. With restraints in place and pinched to her nipples, I applied a blindfold and promised her to return shortly. A friend was waiting and arrived shortly, but was bit taken back by how gorgeous Sophia really is. He stood in the bedroom, several seconds staring before retreating to the couch. We again spoke on how the evening was to progress. We were quiet and we entered the bedroom and one at a time started caressing Sophia. Her nipples were hard, pussy wet, when after maybe 20 minutes, we both started touching. When it dawned on her that there was more than one set of hands, her excitement increased noticeably. Tom cut and removed her panties and started teasing her clit with his tongue. I laid my cock on her chin. For as hard as she was breathing, she did a fair job on my cock. We switched, and when Tom laid his substantial larger tool on her chin, she groaned and started thrusting her pelvis against my tongue. I've never seen her so aroused, and I motioned to Tom to trade again. I couldn't take my eyes off him as he rubbed the head of his cock up and down her slit. She was coming off the bed six inches trying to get him to penetrate. I didn't think the restraints were going to hold as he started to penetrate. I was reasonably sure her moaning was causing the neighbor's dog to bark. I whispered in her ear how stretched she looked around his cock, and she started her first orgasm. Tom broke silence with a, it's so tight, I can feel her coming. It was only a minute or so when he tensed thrust deep and announced he was there. Sophia was again off the bed and getting number two out of the way. Tom slipped out as I slid in, and she seemed a little surprised but didn't miss a beat, and way too soon was I deep as possible, losing a load. As we laid on both sides, we casually stroked and caught our breaths. I untied her legs, and Tom got her wrists. 
When the blindfold came off, I was rewarded with a big kiss. Within seconds, she had a cock in both hands. The night didn't end till five hours later. We all greeted a sunrise, drained, exhausted, but in agreement it was a great time, with a promise to revisit at a later date. Noah. Well, Noah, I know a guy once. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was bad. I was bad. I'm horrible. <laughs> this is hot as fuck. If your partner came to you and have never experienced a male, female, male encounter, would you give it to them? If your partner came to you and said they've never had a female, male, female, or female, 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 or male, 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 whatever the combination you want to do. If they asked you, would you? Could you tie them to the bed and give this fantasy to them? Nothing, and I mean nothing, is a bigger gift than giving your partner something like this and openly exploring to what their desires are. Even if it's just in theory, you didn't even have to go this far. If you didn't want or didn't know if you wanted another male there or another female there or another couple there. Gentlemen, you can even buy a dildo. You can even get one molded after your own cock for her pleasure too. So if she wanted to try double penetration, she could. Ladies, you could peg him. There you go. There's endless opportunities. And this is just one fantasy that somebody wants. We're not talking about the others that are all out there. And there's endless of them. Hell, I haven't even heard them all. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you for joining me. Remember, if you have any erotic fantasies you would like to share, or even if it's just to say hello, please send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com. You can also do it anonymously, DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y.com, under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. Don't forget, you can also send them physically to me at P.O. Box 104-674, Jefferson City, Missouri, 65110. Need a little more, Nikki? $5 will get you early access to Wednesday episodes and access to my Friday shows, which are a little more laid back and will not have sponsors. Not that I have any yet. Head over to Patreon. Sign up in bed with Nikki and you'll get more of me every fucking week. And in closing, do you think of my hands around your cock, jerking you slowly? Or my fingers on your pussy, rubbing it up and down? I bet it would feel so fucking good. Do you think I'm what? Could you make me wet? <laughs> I'd really like to know. And until next time.
Bye for now.